Hello and welcome. Um, this is the weekly recap. Welcome back. Uh, hi, hello. That's it. Oh, okay. I was gonna okay, make sure great. you did your whole so, intro. So, um, welcome back. Um, we are here once again in your ear holes. <laughs> Nick, welcome back. Thank you, Alex, for having me. I appreciate that. Sure, anytime. Um, I really felt like I carried the team last week. I hope you listened to the episode because we bashed you the whole time. I haven't, and I probably won't. So. <laughs> I know. I know. I, I'm kidding. Also, we uh, we actually had a really great conversation with Dave from Four Points. Um, if you haven't checked that one out, go back and listen to that one before you listen to this one, uh, because this one is going to be a recap, an actual recap of events. Recapping the recap. And things that went on. So we do that every week. I know, I know, but you have an adventure to speak of. This I week. do. So I do. Yeah, I have. A, I have a few things to speak on, but I want to hear about your yours first. Okay, because I'm sure you were very excited and very and had a great time. Uh so I, we really did. Um, honestly, we we had some some great beers. We had some good conversation. Um, I think that it was very interesting to hear from someone who is not the head brewer but is the owner of the establishment. So that was cool. Um, the, the coolest thing I think was just, I don't know. Dave's just a super chill dude. If you've ever met him in real life, he's just like this very laid back, very, you know, kind of go with the flow, but you know, when he talks business, he's like on it type of thing, mm-hmm. right? Like he just has this switch that goes mm-hmm. and it's very cool to, uh, to kind of see how his mind works when he's like thinking through like what he wants to say about stuff. It was very interesting. So we had a lot of fun. Uh, Sarah even joined in and had some words. So I heard that. I heard that through the grapevine. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Yeah. It was a good episode. I think, um, I think everybody that's listened so far has really enjoyed it again. If you haven't heard it, go back and listen. Uh, But uh, we're so thankful for those guys opening the door to having us, in their place after hours, hanging out, drinking some beers, having some, some fun. So, uh, we, uh, we shared a couple of beers with them from, uh, the high tower anniversary release, which was pretty cool. Um, and we also brought like a cheesecake inspired Imperial stout. That was freaking incredible. Um, that was an other half eighth state collab and it tasted like German chocolate cheesecake. Like it was nuts. So that one was very good. Uh, that sounds like a fascinating beer. Yeah, yeah. I wish I had more of it. Honestly, we're like, still doing. We're still doing heavily adjuncted, adjuncted, adjuncted stouts. <laughs> I see. Yes, one hundred percent. Will it ever end? Will I, milkshake IPAs ever end? We'll I, we'll never know. I don't. The limit know. does not exist. We are here recording on a Wax Wednesday, though, and. I got to say, I'm kind of excited about this one that I'm holding in front of me right now. I'm not going to pop it just yet, but when we get there, you'll know. Um, so I, uh, today, just today, we went out to uh, General Shoes in Zeely. Nice. And I got to say, uh, if you haven't been there, if you haven't had their food, you absolutely must do so. Um, Shoe Brew does a great job with the whole restaurant and bar and brewing vibe but general shoes takes it to a whole completely different level um it just like it's an asian inspired menu like everything is just like chinese food and it's everything is impeccably done they have like an actual walk with like its own burner and like you get to watch them like throwing the chicken around and like it's just it's an experience it really is um so i had the uh the General Shoes Chicken, which is obviously a play on General Sows, right? Um, of course. If I didn't have, to, if I had to explain that to you, where have you been for the past uh, ever? You dumb, stupid idiot! <laughs> uh, but they had a pretty solid tap list. They had a couple of the pixelated IPAs on tap, which is one of my favorite series that they do. Uh, they had a smooshy mm-hmm. in cans. Um, they had a couple of their lighter offerings as well. So they had like the the college beer, which is a light lager. And, um, uh, blanking on the other one, it was, it's a Pilsner check pills called uh, shoes on first. Uh, it's a play on who's on first, right? The uh, famous Abbott and Costello skit. 
Does that happen? Is that happen, Costello? Oh God. Uh, I think that sounds that sounds right. I I don't. I, it's been forever since I've seen it. So who's on first? Yes. It, it it's also it's it's funny because when you said that I I thought of someone putting their shoes on first and then having to put all of their clothes on afterwards. <laughs> that's actually or just not or just p- only putting on shoes. That's literally so, never crossed my mind. That's hilarious. Literally the first time I <laughs> literally as soon as you said that I was like, that's kind of funny. Excellent. But, I mean, obviously, I get it. So <laughs> you know, they're doing something there. There's there's a dual. It's it's a double entendre. You know? Oh, for sure. Yeah. It's uh, what's on what's on second, and I don't know who's on third, right? Um. So yeah, that was a great experience this evening. Uh, we sat down, had dinner, couple drinks, you know, hang out a little bit. Um, Zeely, sorry, Zeely and Opal, north of Pittsburgh, is a very cool town. Very. Uh, up and coming when it comes to craft beer too. Uh, mm-hmm. I gotta say there are several that are within shouting distance of Zealand Opal. Uh, shoe brew is obviously the main one, but there's also burgers. Their original location is right up the that, hill. That place is cool. I've been there. I went there once um, when I was out there for some reason. Um, and uh, it's a very cool spot. I really like the bar. The bar is like a, it's like a wraparound bar situation. I like it better than the one in Lawrenceville. See, I haven't been to the, their new spot in Zelianople. I've only been to the original spot, which was super tiny and like a strip mall. Um, yes. I have been to the new one. The, uh, the other one up there that I have yet to uh, experience at all. Haven't had any beers from them. Haven't gone there is uh, Union Brothers, which is up in Harmony. So it's literally like the next town up on 19. And apparently their sour game is on point. Uh, They have a lot of different styles that they offer. Ippas, Dippas, and Stouts. You know, all the the standards, right? The ones that we go for. But but yeah, they're... uh, like there's just so much going on in that part of town. I mean, you're you're a stone's throw from Stick City, and you're close to Cranberry with all the uh, Creekside is out that way, kind of Swickley area. But that's I mean a little bit further out towards um, Beaver County. But uh, I don't know. I think that that's a that's a place that's really up and coming, and I I kind of want to see where they go. You know? Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, it's um it's the new. Uh, it's the new Lawrenceville or, uh, I don't know if I'd go that far, but <laughs> well, I mean, tell that to the people in Butler. I mean, you're not you're wrong. Trying to, you're trying to disrespect the Butler County. No, no, I would never, I would never. I actually lived in Butler for a very long time, worked in Butler, uh, love the people out there. Um, that is not what I was trying to do at mm-hmm. all. So I am backtracking sure. hard on that one. Sure. Uh, <laughs> Backpedal. <laughs> Backpedal, uh, you bitch. We love Butner, uh, Butler, though. We've uh, we've been up there a couple of times since we a couple started of this. times. Yeah, um, we we me and you have had had good times, right? Um, <laughs> yeah, I uh, I do miss it. You you talking about that that makes me because um, we went uh, the most recent time I was there was last summer, and I just never get tired tired of the food. Like I I don't know what they're like they're. I wish it was closer because I would be there way more often. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously. Well, and Obviously. they moved across the street since then. I'm pretty sure too. Yeah. No, no, no that was, um, no, that I was at the new place. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Cause the last yeah. time, and the we last time we were there together, very nice was for inside, brunch yeah. at the old place. Correct. And Correct. that is now general shoes. So we sat literally yes. in the same seats that we were sitting in when we went for brunch. Very at nice. the bar, very cool. Um, you know, the mass requirements are are being lifted. Everything's kind of opening back up. Uh, yeah. The new normal, uh, the new normal life moving forward. Whatever you back want, like however normal. many however many cliches we can throw at this. I hate the new normal. I buzzwords. Hate it. I hate. I I don't like it either. It, no. It's just it, no. That's not what it should be. No, it's it's just normal. Um, we're getting back to just normal, not the new normal. It's not, I don't care if you're wearing a mask, I'm not going to judge you. If you're not wearing a mask, I'm not going to judge you. If you feel some sort of smugness one way or the other, if you're like, Oh, I'm vaccinated, but I still wear a mask. That's where I have a problem. Or if you're like, I'm not vaccinated, I'm not wearing a mask. Fuck you. You know, that, that might be just um, annoying to me, but like, um, like there, like in the dancing, no me and all this, 
this week. It's just, it's like all, it's really about personal responsibility. Um, and just like having respect for the people around you. So just like have some common decency. Yeah, absolutely. I I agree. Um, you gotta be respectful. I I still appreciate social distancing because I don't like people all up on me, but at the same time, we had a great time at the bar. Um, there were people around us who were not very close, but you know, still around us. Um, and, and overall it was a great experience. So I'm going to give general shoes a shout out. Like I always do anytime. 10 out of 10. Absolutely. They're 10 out of 10. Will absolutely would, would recommend any day of the week. And it was a, it was a quiet night. You know, it's a Wednesday night. Nobody's like going out in Zelanopal, but, uh, it's a, it's a good time. So Alex, uh, you had, yeah. uh, done some traveling this. Uh, I did. I did. Yeah. Everybody yeah, knows so, about it because it's all we've been talking about. Correct. Um, so I, um, I finally went back to the West coast. After going back been, to Cali. It's been three years. Um, almost like exactly, or it was like three years and a month since we had been there. Um, or like three years in a couple weeks, which was crazy. Cause I was getting like Snapchat memories before I was leaving. Like, this is crazy. We basically drank like the whole time. Um, I don't think there was a day we didn't drink. Seems healthy, which like, I mean, not all of them were like, um, so I, honestly like, uh, uh, two out of two out of six days being hungover, like, you know, like I, I, I call that a win, call it a win. It's a W. So, <laughs> so yeah, so the good guys. So I left on a Friday. Um, I will say airports are packed right now. They're, the Pittsburgh airport wasn't too bad on, on Friday morning, but like every uh, like C- the Seattle airport, which I, I guess is crazy all the time, was packed. Um, all of my flights were, I believe, full or like very close to being full, which honestly kind of shocked me. I wasn't expecting that many people to be out and flying, but that's beside the point. So I did bring Jake. Um, I checked a bag and brought him two or a four pack of Lustra and then two double Lustras. We split one of the double Lustras because I hadn't had it. I left him basically like, uh, like a few beers. So we went to uh, Monterey and Carmel by the sea, which is a little bit South of Monterey. I'm very familiar with um, Northern California geography now. So, uh, yeah, so basically got to Monterey Saturday um, and like immediately went to the aquarium. Had, I think it, it was an Alvarado Street like uh, lager or something because they had like beer there. Oh, nice. Uh, that you couldn't walk around with, unfortunately. I, or I don't think you could. Um, but we did like just hang out cause we were waiting on some people. So we were just like standing on this little deck that they had and like drinking beer, which is great. So, uh, started off strong, did the whole aquarium thing. And then after a while it gets to be a lot, like all that walking and like standing for like hours looking at fish. It, it is exhausting. Yeah. That can be quite a, quite a day. <laughs> And like, it's like, I get it. Like, it's like an aquarium. I get it. Like, it, and everyone's like, oh, it's so beautiful. And I'm like, yeah, like it is, but also it's like just an aquarium. And like the, 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 like, uh, uh, like the morality of the place, like was, was questionable. Just like, I don't know how they get those animals. That might be, it's probably the wrong word, but like, um, just like, how do they get those animals there? And like, are we still doing this whole zoo thing? Like, shouldn't they just be in the ocean? Um, yeah, so it's like, and then I started thinking about that, which like makes me sad. So then we left and went to the bar, obviously. And <laughs> we got, I don't even know what we got. Um, but we sat down at this bar that was like fully open or like, at, like the actual bar at this restaurant was like fully open. And we sat down next to like, like three or four couples and like everyone was having a good time. The vibes were strong. We were like cracking jokes back and forth because we got carded and all the old people were all the like old, they were all like older couples and they were all like, Hey, why don't we get carded? And like, usually I'm like, shut up. But like, it was honestly, the vibes were good. So I was like making jokes. And then like, I, I said something later on, I forget what I forget what it was, but I said something like we have to respect our elders. And like one of the couples like fully was like pissed off that I had made that joke. (laughs) 
and I was like, I was like, oh, sorry, I didn't realize. I thought we were joking. Blah blah blah. Like, and then, um, and then this was the, this is the kicker from that that part was the there was a guy sitting next to us who was turning seventy. Oh, and he wow. bought the whole bar a round of drinks, which was so nice. So we had like a couple extra beers, um, which was great. And um, yeah, after that, we went uh, home and we went out that night to Alvarado Street. We went to the one in Carmel. So we were going to go to the one in Monterey. There's two locations. There's a, it's, it's a place called Alvarado Street. Apparently they just they do like a lot of the stuff we like, like the IPAs, and they also have like a bottle, like a saison like program. It's called um, fuck, what is it called? Oh my god, I have to I, if wild, I can't think wild of, fermentation. No, it's like a name. Oh, uh, oh, okay, I'm sorry. It's like the name of shit. Hold on, I have to look it up. Give me like one second. I have to look it up because it's it's like one of the best names. Oh, uh, yeast of Eden, yeast, Y E A S T, yeast of Eden, <laughs> which is incredible because John Steinbeck is from Salinas, which is very close to Monterey, and they like love him there. Like I have a picture of me next to a bust of John Steinbeck. And one of his famous novels is East of Eden. So Yeast of Eden, it's perfect. It is literally the most perfect thing I've ever heard in my entire <laughs> life. I wanted to get a bottle. I didn't end up getting it because it was like, eh, I don't know if I really need like a like a grape like saison or sour or something like that. But but um all the all the like the design is beautiful. That we actually liked um we went to both uh the one in Carmel and the one in um, Monterey and I actually liked the one in Carmel better because it was like a big they had like a huge open air like seating thing out and it's like it's in this like complex of like shops it's not really like a it's like sort of like an outdoor mall situation with like multi-level and it's just so beautiful and everyone there was like so nice and so Friday we um we were we like got some dinner there and like had a couple beers and then we we're like sitting there and this guy across like the table or like on, at the table next to us, like there was a weird, like we were looking at him, he was looking at us and like, he thought we were like stare, like we were like waving to him or something, but like there was this weird com- miscommunication. And then Jake was like, do you want to come over and sit with us? <laughs> so he was like, yeah. So we like met this guy. He's like 38 or something like, and he gave us like his entire life story. I'm not going to get into it, Nick. I'll tell you later because it's truly one of the wildest stories ever. So basically we like met this guy, had like another beer there and we're like, okay, let's like continue the party. So let's like find a bar to go to. So we went to this other bar, which like everything closed at 10. Like we, we called like probably five or six places to see if they were open. And most of the places were closing at 10 and it was like nine thirty or something like that. Oh, it's the worst. So we ended up, we, yeah, which sucks. And like, cause like California is still not like really, really open. Like I guess in the middle of June and like the next week or so, they're going to be opening up more. But, um, but like, even then it's, it's like a sleepy town. It's like a bunch of like rich old people. So like, they're not like raging. There's not like, you're not going to go like clubbing. Hey, Hey, don't, don't talk shit on our rich old listeners. Okay. Rich old white people that live in Monterey that listen to this podcast. You're right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry to all of the rich old white people. out you there. You need to apologize right now. You need to backpedal immediately. I said that. I know I said, sorry. Okay. Um, yeah. So we found another bar and it was like, it ended up being like a really long night. And then there was like this weird situation where I, I don't know. It's just a wild night. So anyway, we like drank a ton that night cause we went from beer and then we started drinking like gin and tonics <laughs> and then I like went back to beer. So then we woke up Saturday or Sunday and we're like dead. I was like dead. Like I almost passed out at one point cause I was like super dehydrated and like hadn't eaten anything. So then we like went to the beach and did all that shit. And then we went to this place called narrative or no, no, that was no, that, that wasn't it. Uh, field work. Oh, okay. Field work yeah, yeah. brewing or something like time. that. Yeah. 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 Um, super cool, like outdoor area kind of reminded me of in like a way grist, like grist house in a way, but it's not like gravel. It's like everything's paved and it's, it's like a much, it's like a much smaller area, but it, it was giving me similar vibes. Um, they have like a ton of fucking beer. It took us forever to get served, which sucked. Um, 
because we were like we were like hungry and we were going to go to this pizza place, but it closed. So we go to another pizza place, whatever, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Those beers were really good. I honestly could have like I could have stayed there for a while, but we were like hungry. So we had to go get dinner somewhere. Sure. But like if I go back, if I ever go back there, <laughs> I don't know if I ever will. But um, I would definitely go back to, to Fieldwork. It was really great. So like, uh, honestly, I don't think I had a bad beer while we were there. Um, I would say probably my favorite was, I think I liked Fieldwork the, the best because it was like the vibes were good. Like uh, even though it took us like half an hour to get served, like we had a good time. They had like these propane heaters that were personal, like so it would heat up for like two or three people, which was like crazy. It's literally just like an attachment on like the top of a propane tank, which is crazy. Um, I don't know why more people aren't doing that. Um, California is just on, on another level. Fair enough. That, that uh, I, I, I think I've seen those before though, where it just kind of like sits on top. It's like, a yeah, it looks like, a um, yeah, I, I can't like an old radiator type of thing. Yeah, sort of. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, it just like heats up, it just like heats up the metal and like it just, yeah, whatever, but super cool. Yeah. Really cool place. Um, I got, I actually have cans from them that I brought back. Um, I brought back stuff from Alvarado street called late night kebabs, which I, I think I had one of maybe not. I don't know if I drank one of those. I would just like drink at like two in the afternoon just because I could because it was vacation. Right. Of course. I would just like crack a beer. So yeah, late night kebabs and then field work. We got one, uh, one that Jake had that was, it was wild, but it was really good. Um, and then I also brought back three bottles of Pliny, which I'm very, very excited about. Haven't cracked into any of them yet. I'm saving them for like a little bit of a special occasion. They're all at mom and dad's house. Um, but yeah, I safe. (laughs) <laughs> I bought no dad knows it's dad knows that he's not going to drink it or he better not fucking drink it. Um, so I got a bunch of merch from Alvarado street. If you're ever in Monterey, go to Alvarado street. They have the best fucking merch. I got two glasses, one for dad, one for me. I got, um, myself, one of their shirts from their seventh anniversary, which is like, it's like very like nine. It's giving me like saved by the bell here. I've, I actually have it right here. I'll show you. Oh yeah. I want to see it. Uh, so this is the visual part of the podcast. Um, Alex, send, fam- send me a picture of this and I'll post it in the, the week. Famously a visual medium. Oh, that's perfect. That and really purple, is like, which I love. And like, it almost like, it's like, it looks like Rocco's modern life. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Very much, very much that very that. Um, and it's like a washed cotton shirt. Like the shirt, like that's oh, what just like super soft and like light. A, yeah. It's like, yeah, it's like, it's like a, almost like a vintage looking shirt, but it's not. Um, I got Jake like a divot hole remover. They had like every fucking thing you could ever want at a brewery. Um, <laughs> well, and Jake like is infamously a golfer, so that, Famously, that makes sense. Yes, yes. Yeah. And they, yeah, it had like a magnetic like ball marker too, which was like key. And then I got um, like a lighter. I got mom the same shirt in white and Jake also has the, that shirt in white. So I really just balled out. I dropped like one, I dropped like one twenty five or something on like merch at Alvarado <laughs> street. My credit card statement this, this month is going to be crazy, but that's okay. I dropped a lot of money. It's pretty expensive out there. But, yeah. um, so in terms of, in terms of beer, I had a lot of eight Oh five, which is just so damn good. It's so good. It's just like a, it, it really just like puts me in the mind of like, it, it doesn't taste like Yingling, but it's like that, like you can have it and just like be satisfied with it. Like no matter what. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, it's a, it's a blonde ale, right? Yes. Yeah. So it has like a little bit more going on than like a lager or like a light lager or something like that, which I like, but it's like, it's just like crazy crushable, which is amazing. And I, I want it all the time and I can't wait for Firestone Walker to, to distribute out here because I will buy it all the time. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, then I guess like our last sort of like beer, situation we went out thursday night and we went to a place called camino which is in san jose so it was our san jose um like beer foray so like jake was working all day and i like went to home goods and like did my own thing that day did some shopping for jake not for me um and i 
was like, okay, let's drink. So we decided to drink. <laughs> and honestly, we each had like maybe three beers. And then we had like, I didn't, hadn't really eaten much that day. So I think that's why it probably hit me really hard. But um, we had like the best burrito I've ever had ever. And it might have been because I was drunk. But like, honestly, I would like, I want it again. But yeah, so we went to Camino and then we went to a place called um, Narrative Fermentations, which is, <laughs> so before, no one will remember this from when we talked, and I, I for sure talked about this the last time because it's just something I would talk about. When we were in like Sacramento last, or I think, or like we were around Davis or something like that when we went out with Josh, our cousin, I noticed that like a lot of the breweries are in like industrial parks. Yeah. Like it would be like, um, someone putting a brewery in like RIDC for people in Pittsburgh, RIDC park up 28. Um, and it's just, it's weird because it's like not, it's just like, it's not scenic. Like it's not, you're just like driving up and like all of a sudden it's just like in a warehouse, um, which isn't bad. Like it's not necessarily a bad thing, but it's like that being the first impression is a little bit like, "Mm, I don't know. But Jake, like, said it's his favorite place for beer and everything. And the beer was delicious. It was delicious. Um, I had, like, a, a double and, like, a single, uh, which were both, very, or, like, a pale ale or something. Both very good. Um, and the place is massive. Like, they have, so they have like, seating for maybe, like, 200 or something like that. Because it's a fucking warehouse in, a, in an industrial park. So oh, I guess damn. that's the benefit is you have, like, you have the space that you need. And you can probably produce a lot and you can have a lot of people at your place, but it's not necessarily the prettiest um, place to go. Well, you're, but yeah, I, I so, mean, not everybody can be like Treehouse, like in Charlton, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, honestly, it's like, I, it's probably a w- availability, like of like what's out there. Like you're not going to find an old church to like fucking put your brewery in or something like that. Or right. if, if you did, it's probably astronomical. Yeah, like yeah, and you're not so you're not starting money. with that. Like you're starting with something much smaller, and you're building up to yeah. it or whatever. But yeah, that I mean, that seems to be the vibe most everywhere. Honestly, like I mean, even like uh, four point second location is just like a an old house in yeah. Northside. Like yeah, I mean, yeah. realistically, that's what it is. I I understand that it was like business ready or whatever, but it looks like a row house. Like you walk up to it and it could be easily somebody's like living room with like a bay window out front and you know, that kind of thing. But I mean, you, any port in a storm, right? Like that's, that's yeah. No, yeah. I mean, honestly, like that's the, and they don't like, I don't know. There's not really like Pittsburgh, such an old city. Yeah. That's the other thing you have. Like we have cool places that, that people can convert church. I don't know much about San Jose. I didn't. Yeah. Right. Like, like these old warehouses and it like, I just feel like San Jose doesn't have much in terms of like, like Pittsburgh has character because of all the Hills and everything's like built weirdly because you have to like get it in the Hills and everything like that. So it has more of more like visual interest, but again, back to the beer, no complaints. Definitely, definitely the, some of the best beer we had, honestly, he took me to four really good places. Um, and I like I was happy with everything. He said he wasn't a huge fan of Camino, but I liked them. I thought they were good. And um, they had like the really cool that theirs was like if you took if you took field work and you combined it with Camino, it would be Grist House because they have like Camino has like the big gravel thing. They have like a massive tent, which is nice because it like blocks all of the sun, but you still get like that open air, um, open air area. Uh, not like not like open, not like BG open air. No, it's like fully, it's fully covered with a mass, like this massive tent, and there's like picnic tables on picnic tables, and yeah, it was cool. We had a good time. So uh, I think that was about it. Yeah, I brought back beers and merch, and um, all in all, I had a good time. And it was, I mean, it, it, at towards the end, I was like, okay, this was like maybe too long of a trip. But also when you go out there, you want to like make it worth it because why would you like, I'm not going to make it a five day trip and have three days to like essentially have a long weekend with like two capping travel days. But then, so, so then 
let's get into this isn't necessarily beer related but this is like this is like uh tangentially a, a beer podcast <laughs> so i get back to <laughs> pittsburgh have all this beer and shit in my in my suitcase which like i brought more back than i took and i also bought clothes so everything was sort of like shoved wherever it could go and jake did have bubble wrap so I did bubble wrap everything. It was actually funny because when I got when I took the beer out, it was still cold. Like did from you the bubble wrap? Did you ziploc though? I didn't. He didn't have ziploc bags, so I did take a risk with that, and I was a little bit worried. So basically, I get back. I get back at like eight thirty at night after like a day worth of travel, you know, and they lose my bag. So they lost my bag with all of the beer and like all of the souvenirs that I that I bought, and. Because they, they had said that the Seattle airport had issues with baggage that day. And they were like, I was sitting there like, There's, it's not going to be me. Like, mine's going to show up. Like, why not? Uh, definitely didn't show up. So <laughs> oh, all no. of the beer is missing. Uh, and I'm like texting like everyone I know, like, I can't fucking believe this happened. My bag is literally full of beer. Um, and like glass bottles. So I'm like immediately thinking like it probably like someone dropped it it shattered it's wet like they had to like clean it up so they like put it somewhere blah 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 right yeah so that's immediately where my my mind went yeah so so it took two days well so i i like met someone that night it was like a whole fiasco because i didn't have I didn't have like the tag with like the bag check number on it because i threw it away because i was like I didn't even know what it was. I thought it was just like a receipt for your records, but apparently you need that if they're trying to track your bag down. Oh, so I know that now I know to at least take a picture of it. If I'm going to throw it away. Wow. There were, uh, this was, was, there were a lot of hard lessons learned because I I don't ever really check a bag. So I don't know. Like, like the last time I flew was like three years ago. And this is the thing. It's like, I, whatever doesn't matter. So, I finally like talked to this guy. It's it's it takes me like an extra hour to like to figure everything out and like leave. So I get I get out of the airport at like nine forty five. Wait, did you did like, you park or did you? Um, I parked. Ubered. Okay. I parked. Okay. So which bad call because it was super expensive and I think I picked the wrong lot or something. Whatever doesn't matter. The valet uh, lot. <laughs> I'll recoup. I'll recoup the cost of the parking. Um, I just like to have my car there. It's good. Cause I guess they're doing like, they're making an even like cheaper lot. So next time I fly, I'll know to use that one. It's like $7 a day, which is much, much more reasonable than what I was paying. Um, so long story short, um, dad called our dad called on, on Sunday because I hadn't heard anything. I, I, I made the claim Saturday, hadn't heard anything, was at mom and dad's at, like, five. Dad called and, like, spoke to someone, and they were like, yeah, like, uh, yeah, we have it, like, we'll deliver it, blah, blah, blah. Got it delivered to mom and dad's. Everything was safe. So, thank the Lord. Thank you to all who prayed for Pliny. (laughs) To pray to Pliny. (laughs) Pray for Pliny Tokyo Drift. Thank you very, very much. Um, Because he, he... he arrived safely. Um, so yeah, it was like kind of a, a headache for a, a couple days, but it all worked out in the end. And I had some good beer. Didn't get too sunburnt. We also went to San Francisco, but we didn't have anything that was like, we didn't go to any breweries. It was more like a let's celebrate pride. So let's like walk around the gay, the gay area of San Francisco, um, which was a lot of fun. Saw two naked men. Um, like just totally naked. No, 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 not. So, okay. So we talked to a bartender and asked the question of, can you be completely naked on the street? You cannot anymore. I guess they did have like socks on their, on their genitals though. So essentially nude, essentially. Um, I was, yeah, I was like, I was like making a joke before I was like, I want to see someone's butt. And Kate, my friend, our friend, friend of the pod. Yes. She was like, I will make that happen. And I really wasn't expecting anything. And then literally two naked guys just walked across the street. And here's the thing. <laughs> I, I don't care at all. If that's, if that's what you want to do and you're not bothering anyone, 
feel free. But it was also 50 degrees and windy, and I know those guys were cold. <laughs> and I'm like, honestly, just put a just put a jacket on. Like, put a jacket on. You're you're not wrong. I mean, you'll I, be I more get comfortable. It. Live your life, but do it do it logically. You know, that's my that's the moral of my that's the moral of my story from from California. So. So, yes. Yeah, I um, I'm happy to be home, happy to um, to have some of these beers over the next couple of weeks, happy to to start going to some some new places. I will say I want to shout out a new cocktail bar Ooh. that I heard about. I was going to get there, but yes. go on, go on, go so, on. So I live very close to this place, didn't realize. So my friend, I was talking to my friend yesterday. And she was like, I want to go to this place called, or she was like, I want to go to Goodlander. And I was like, I was like, what is that? I'm like, this has to be a place. I didn't feel like looking it up like right then. Looked it up like an hour later. It's a cocktail bar right in East Liberty. It's yes. like right between East Liberty and like Larimer. Or it's like very close. Um, or like Homewood. Homewood? Doesn't matter. It's right off of uh, Washington Boulevard. Um, near like Penn Ave. Um, it looks awesome. They're open Fridays and Saturdays, I believe, right now. Fridays from like 5 to 10 or something, and then Saturday 12 to 8. So I'm hoping to get there this week. So stay tuned for a review if I do end up going. My friends are off Friday. Um, so I think I might hit that up. Um, honestly, just happy to have like a, it's like a craft cocktail place is what I heard. I haven't read much about it. I saw the website. The website looks cool. There's also a really cute dog, uh, on their blog, which is great. Love that. Um, and it's also super close to where I live. We love it. We love it. I don't need anything else in life. Um, so yeah, I don't know if, do you know anything else about this? Was that what you were going to say? I no, that was literally all I was going to say, but they also do, uh, crowlers to go of their cocktails. Very nice. Which is uh, a huge win, I think, in the current climate because you don't have to sit there. You don't like if you're if you're uncomfortable with it, you know, like that kind of thing. That to me screams they're they're catering to their audience. And apparently it's an untapped market. That is an untapped market. And I'm so happy places are doing it. I mean, we have what Southern Tier, which does those canned cocktails, but I can't think of anything else. I mean, I we haven't gone to like the distilleries. It's possible they do that. I know Boyd and Blair does the like pre-bottled cocktails yes. or anything like that. Uh, Wiggle does their own version. They usually do flasks, though, which is like maybe two drinks, uh, which, okay. which I mean, is great. Don't get me wrong. And, and, their, and their drinks are phenomenal. The, um, the thing is, like, being able to walk up to a place and say, what do you have? What are you offering that's, like, specific to you? And then be like, oh, yeah, let me just pour you a crowler of this that you can take yeah. home. Like that's super cool. If it's like on demand. Yeah. Nothing that they have. Like, pre- I mean, it's obviously pre-made, but like if it rotates, that's, that's great. That's very cool. Yeah. So this, this kind of transitions pretty well into the news section of this episode. Um, okay. so I, I gotta give a shout out to brew gentlemen first. Okay. Other than good lander opening up, which is super awesome. And I, we really need to get there. Like I, I, I want to try their stuff, but Brew Gentlemen had a big announcement this week, and this was, um, if you listen to the podcast that they did with Fueled by Hops, remember, shop.fueledbyhops.com, use our code, the weekly recap, for 20% off your entire order. Uh, they uh, Apparently, they hinted at it, but didn't really like explain what was going on. Apparently, obvious, uh, well, so I don't know if it's obvious to everyone, but ArtsFest is going on right now. In Pittsburgh? Correct. And uh, so with that, they're using the Allegheny Overlook as the the base for Arts Fest right now. What's going to happen at the end of June is that that is going to become the Brew Gentleman pop-up beer garden. And that is super sick. Uh, So I got to say, they're open seven days a week. So you can go there on a Monday, you can service industry it, whatever you want to do, but they're going to be there all summer long till September, at least right now. And apparently they are revamping their tap room model in Braddock. So 
that's something to look forward to. I, I have a feeling that uh, as we get to be more um, normal, I hate to say it that way, uh, as we get to be more the way oh, it then. used to be, uh, the the Braddock Tap Room is coming back. Okay, so you're going to be able to go to Braddock and have a beer at Brew Gentleman. Hopefully, I I just can't wait to see what they're doing because they said they're trying to like revamp the tap room style. And I, I don't understand what that means. I hope it doesn't mean like a drive through where you just pick I up. I hope your it cans. means, I hope it means they change those damn uniforms. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Guys, give hey, it up. Uh, give so, it up. All right. Fair enough. Uh, so in the past two weeks though, Grist house has opened. Correct. I was there on the opening day. Actually, I'm I picked up cans. very excited. I heard it um, wasn't bad on opening day. No, can you confirm? no, I can confirm it was not. Uh, it was not obnoxious, Although, which is crazy, which honestly is crazy because I literally thought people would be lining up. But the thing is, the thing is, uh, Pittsburgh Sandwich Society was there that night and, you know, they pull a crowd regardless yeah. of who it is. Like you can. It, it's shocking. I mean, they, they could show up at Allegheny City, which is, uh, again, I'm not bashing Allegheny City, but they're not Grist House. OK, they don't get the pool that Grist House does, but. You could show up anywhere with Pittsburgh Sandwich Society and people would be like, fuck, yeah, I need it. Let's go. You know, like that kind of thing. It was actually pretty tame. Um, I, I waited in line behind like four or five people to pick up my cans and get the hell out of there. But that was just because I didn't have time that night to like sit down and have a beer because honestly, I would have because uh, Ian from Dancing Gnome was there. Um, I, I ran into I can never remember the guy's name. He uh if you can't remember it, there's no way. No, no, no. I know. I know. I, I know you would never know it, but um, it, he's uh, one of the guys that, that mans the Pittsburgh Sandwich Society truck. Ooh, um, yeah. No. I don't. I, I, sorry to this I'm man. I'm sorry, man. I like, I see him sorry all the time and man. like it, we're friendly and like I shake hands with him or, you know, fist bump, whatever. But he probably doesn't know your name. So it's that's fine. A, that you that's don't a very us. good point. And I'm sure he doesn't know that we do this podcast. So I'm safe anyway. I think um, probably fine. But no, the, the place was vibing. Like people were out with their dogs, with their kids. Everybody was like just having a good time. It didn't look overrun. It wasn't like it was like claustrophobic in there, like walking in or anything. That's good. That's good because it gives me hope that when I go, it's not going to be crazy. Just but, don't go on a weekend. That's the answer. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. anyway, no, super happy for those guys. Uh, uh, Brian and Zach uh, really just. They they have a and good Dave and Jim and Bob, no and Kevin and shut up. I'm just naming every white generic name I can. Mark, Matt. Are you done? Dan. Are you done? Are you done? Zach. Are you done? Did I say Zach already? I said Zach. I'm, I'm finished. Uh, but no, I, like Grist House has this very cool atmosphere and the building that they're they're putting together there is fucking massive it is i i I can't say this like with enough emphasis that building is going to be a second grist house in millville like it's nuts i haven't yeah i haven't Uh, even it's been so long since i've been down there like i can't remember the last time i was down there so i'm sure they've made a lot of headway no i want to know what the hell's happening with that that shit they have in the south hills it's, have we made any progress? I have no idea. All I know is they are um, they're still doing cans to go there. And I, I really hope that everything that they are dreaming about that place comes true. Because honestly, it seems like it's going to be that campus. It's that destination. Like you can drive 45 minutes and feel like you got somewhere. Like, I, I, I don't know. Grist House to me just screams... Uh, entertainment first like the the vibe the the experience first and then the beer second which is fine i don't i'm not bashing them for that that is not a dig at all because their beer is phenomenal too but they they really have this like i don't know what it is it's it's just this charisma like it's like no it's the energy yeah it's the energy energy you get from everyone being there like it's just it like no one's really no one is like mad. Everyone's just like happy to be there. Like no one's fighting. Everyone's going around and talking to other people because they all have dogs and you're just like going up at the dogs. Yep. 
and no, everyone is pretty pretty cool about it all. Yeah, I um, I've had many good experiences at, at a grist house. I just gotta say, I I was really impressed with how they were handling it. Everything like from the bar outside to the bar inside, all of it was just very well run, very like even keel. Nothing nothing anxious about it nothing uh you know claustrophobic or anything i just i i really look forward to just hanging out there this summer honestly i i want to grab a table i want to sit down for like four hours and just drink beers until it comes out my nose you know like that kind of thing yeah i'm ready to get back i'm uh, ready to go i'm ready to go uh, just so happy that they're that they're still afloat after all this because they have not been open for 15 months or or whatever it is and that's unreal to me and i'm just so glad that people have been supporting them seriously just just buy local get your stuff um the the next thing i want to transition into and i don't know i I mean we talked about this a little bit but necromancer is building up okay they are they're they're ramping up production they're getting stuff out there they're 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 releasing beers every friday and uh they released a black ipa last week Mm. What was the last mm. time I mentioned a black IPA on this podcast? Literally never. Last time I only get it when I'm at places. <laughs> I've never once bought it in cans. No one really does them. Right. But I got to say, I'm, I'm very happy that they are doing as well as they are because their releases are so hotly anticipated. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're like kind of hype right now. And, and I think people are just rushing out to get it because they know that it's limited quantities but I also know that they have a ton of fucking space in that building and they're only going to grow into it. So keep buying their shit too. Uh, I got to say we, uh, we got contacted by a podcast out of Chicago and uh, we don't know these guys. We've never met these guys. We've never talked to anybody, but uh, they emailed us, uh, which you can do the weekly recap at Gmail or the weekly recap one at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to have a conversation or, you know, uh, get my phone number, I guess, I don't know. Uh, but we, uh, so girl, I know you're giving it out on the DMS. Oh, I definitely am. Absolutely. No, there's no, I am not, I am not hiding from anybody, but I will say, uh, so Craig from ABV Chicago, which is another beer view, I think is what it stands for. I don't know. Anyway, uh, so they reached out to us. Uh, they're actually in Pittsburgh this weekend, uh, and they're going to hit up a couple of places. They're going to do a beer review episode coming up here probably next week, I guess, after they get back. But, uh, but yeah, they reached out to us, and uh, one of the things that he really wanted to find was Necromancer cans. So I hope, number one, that he did, but I also have a couple for him, so hopefully we can kind of meet up at some point. But the... Uh, they do a lot more like reviews of places that they've been and they do beer reviews and tastings and stuff like that. So they're probably more of a beer podcast than we are, but uh, Necromancer was on their short list of places to go this time. Now I've been, they've been to Pittsburgh before because they have family here and stuff like that. So they have already been to like uh brew gentleman and um, voodoo places like, like the bigger players. Right. So, what they were trying to do was reach out and get stuff that wasn't just your standard hazy IPAs, which I thought was super cool. And obviously the first one on my list, when you're thinking about style is Necromancer because they focus on different styles. Uh, For example, this week they have a cold IPA coming out, which Alex, I don't think that we've actually talked about this on the podcast. No, I've never, I don't even know. I saw that because I am on their email list. I, I literally don't know why. I don't know why I'm on their email list, but I must have signed up at some point. But no, I don't. I don't. Let's speak. On, can you educate me and the girls? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let me uh, let me kind of break this down for you. Uh, so there's a style that has uh, not been very successful. And the name of it was India Pale Lager. Right. And so what you do yes. is you cold crash a ale yeasted lager. I'm sorry. No, I, I said that completely wrong. Let me try that again. So you cold crash a lager yeasted imperial uh, IPA. Right. And 
So what that does is it creates like a lager beer that you ferment at a lower temperature, right? And that's what lagering is. Lagering is making the fermentation happen at a lower temperature, right? So I guess the idea behind a cold IPA is that you're calling it a cold IPA, but it's really an India Pale Lager, right? So you're brewing it like an IPA, but you're using lager yeast to make it so that you can cold ferment it instead of fermenting it at the higher temperatures, right? Mm. So that's the general overview of this style. And it's something that has really caught on. Um, and if, if you're, uh, if you're following us, you're probably following hop culture and reading all their articles and stuff like that. And they had a, they had a bit about this um, probably December, maybe of 2020. I want to say it was the end of 2020. Let's say it that way. Um, they had a, they had a little bit of a write up on it because uh, great notion was the one that kind of started all this. Right. And now it's kind of catching on and everybody's doing one. And so you have hitchhiker releasing one of them uh, within either this week or last week, maybe. Uh, but then necromancer is doing one as well. And it's called cold feet. I got to say, I love the fucking can art on this one. Go look at the picture on Instagram, Necromancer Brewing. Just like, I love their vibe. Just the skeletons, the overall, just I, the purple, the black. I, I just love it. it spooky, it's, spooky. Yeah, no, it, it just makes me feel like they have a great idea in mind for what they want their stuff to be. And that comes through 100% in this beer. So it's a cold IPA uh, or a cold fermented IPA. Um, and basically what that is, is that it, it uses lager yeast instead of ale yeast and blah, 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 whatever. But it also is a very approachable style because I think a lot of people want something that's a little bit more of a blend of both where you have like the hop flavor, you have like the overpowered like flavors in the beer, but you also have this kind of crispiness to it, right? Like I think everybody mm. loves a crispy boy. At the end of the mm. day, you can't find somebody that you're going to hand a like Pilsner or a, a, a lager who is a beer drinker. Let me say it very clearly, because if you're not yeah. a beer drinker, you're going to go for the sours, the you're seltzers, like you're going to go for the, the, the super fruity hazies and stuff like that. Like I, I get that. But if you're a beer drinker and you appreciate beer for what it is and the flavors that it brings, then the IPL or cold IPA, whatever you want to call it, is a style that you should be open to. I think that it's something that is very unique. It's something that's pushing the envelope. It's spreading out from the base model of what an IPA can be or what a lager can be. And I think that that's great. I think it's a growing, I, I, I think it's something that kind of grows beer. I just don't like that the guy that invented cold IPA is like touting it as a new style when it's really not. That's the only gripe yeah. I have with it. But I'm very excited. I hope that uh, that I can get Necromancer's releases this weekend. And honestly, uh, really like seeing them have beer by Sunday because they actually did ship some out to Creekside and they're shipping them out to their you know um, retailers, right? People that are selling it secondhand. And I think that's great. Like I, I can't wait for them to ramp up to be a full functional brewery where you can sit down have a beer and they'll have food trucks or they'll have food on site or whatever it is, because it's a cool spot. It's uh, I mean, it's definitely industrial feeling. It's not like it's a special, like, Oh, this is the first time I've ever seen something like this with a brewery, but no, they have a ton of space. They're going to grow into it and they're making awesome beer. Like everything that I've had from them so far has made me feel like it's, it's, actually drinking beer so i gotta give a shout out to necromancer uh shout out to lauren mikey uh scotro is working there now he's selling cans on the weekends uh so <laughs> shout out to him too he's been on the Scott, podcast um, so anyway uh, yeah, overall uh really excited for what necromancer is putting out um uh, other than that i don't know about any other news that is absolutely like earth shattering Oh, wait, no, sorry. I totally lied. Pittsburgh Craft Beer Week is back, baby. Nice. The, nice, uh, the Pittsburgh nice, Brewers nice. Guild dropped that bomb on us uh, on Instagram yesterday. 
And it is October 6th through the 10th. So take your vacation time in October. Let's get fall with it. Uh, so they're going to plan a bunch of events. They're doing uh, Beers of the Berg is doing some pop-ups and stuff like that uh, to promote it. The Obviously, the, the brewery guide is a big part of that. Uh, there are almost 42 now, I think. 42 breweries on that? That's ridiculous. But... We're, we're super pumped about it. I honestly, like when I saw the news, I was like, fuck yeah, I'm taking vacation the whole week. We're partying all night, every night. Don't care. We'll find a place on Monday. We'll find a place on Tuesday. I'm going to go share bottles at a, a park in the middle of Pittsburgh somewhere. I don't know, but uh, that's super exciting. I'm, I'm really glad to see it come back and to be backed by a uh, better, I don't know what I want to say better, but maybe uh, to be backed by somebody who's maybe got a little bit more clout in the industry is something that makes it seem like it's going to stick around this time. So what do you think, Alex? Uh, that's very exciting. Again, you keep cutting out really bad. So um, I, 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 but I, I see your enthusiasm and I respect that. I respect <laughs> it. So I'm very excited for the fall time. Um, I'm really just excited for when the humidity is sort of, um, dials dials back a little bit because uh, I am I am sweating. So you know, at this point, I think um, we should probably wrap it up. Nick is currently out of frame. There you go. So I think we should wrap it up here, Nick. I think um, I think we've covered a lot. And um, again, go out, Get your get your necromancer. Go support uh, Brew Gentleman at the Overlook. Go uh, go to the Arts Festival, that, which goes until I think Saturday. Um, and uh, and just like vibe, like enjoy the weather. Enjoy being vaccinated if you're vaccinated. Consider getting vaccinated if you're not. And um, and just be nice. Just like try to be nice to people because uh, everyone is very stressed still, and we're all still going through trauma. Um, and uh, respect people's wishes to either wear a mask or not wear a mask. Oh, uh, one last thing as, uh, as we're winding down here. So fueled by hops has the fueled family reunion coming up here in July on July 17th. Uh, if you're not a part of their Facebook group, if you have Facebook, please jump on, add yourself as a friend, tell them that the weekly recap sent you. Use our code, the weekly recap, in the shop.fueledbyhops.com shop to get 20% off. But at the same time, they're going to have some kick ass beers poured at this festival. Um, they're going to do a big bottle share. We're going to do kind of a potluck type style. It's in a park. We're going to have some beer Olympics going on. We're going to have some, some festival games and cornhole and horseshoes and bocce and whatever else uh, everybody else suggested can jam that kind of stuff. So if, uh, if you're around on the 17th of July, it is in Bell Vernon. Uh, shit. I cannot for the life of me remember the park name, but I will most certainly post that in the post this week. I'm um, sorry. It's at Cedar Creek park in Bell Vernon. So a little bit South of the city, but if you're going there, there's plenty of hotels around party it up, Uber to the hotel, have a good time. Jerry's going to be there. Ryan's going to be there. All the, uh, all the heavy hitters from the fueled by hops clan in Pittsburgh are going to be showing up for this. So let us know RSVP at uh, the fueled by hops group on Facebook. And uh, we'll see you out there. For uh, the family reunion, right? Uh, Alex, any other points to add? Anything else that uh, popped into your mind? No, I think I'm good. Are we, uh, I think we got it all. We covered it all? All of it. In like 56 there's minutes? Are you sure? None less. There's none left. Okay. I think we did. All right. Well, um, that's all I have to say. Yeah, I don't I really have anything else. Uh, just... Uh, like, like Alex said, be good to each other and uh, smile at your neighbor. Give them a high five if you can. And uh, and then hand sanitize after. Right. There you go. But also drink good beer and uh, we'll raise a glass to you. 
Oh, that's the last thing I wanted to talk about. No, I'm not. I'm not drinking anything. Alex, but you, you are. Alex isn't drinking anything, but I, I did. I, uh, I did week. get a hold of some of the uh, High Tower anniversary beers. One of which I decided to crack for Wax Wednesday this evening. This is the Bedtime Story Chapter Eight from High Tower Brewing. Uh, super, super chocolatey. Imperial stout. This thing is like 14 and a half percent. I'm putting down a bomber of it by myself. Uh, no, I'm sorry. 14% barrel aged Imperial stout. Uh, if you've had any of the chapter, uh, sorry, the bedtime story series, you know what I'm talking about. This beer is phenomenal. They use the same base in every one with different adjuncts. This one is no joke. Uh, I'm going to raise the glass here, though. Alex, thank you again for jumping on after your vacation. Uh, Guys, we'll see you next week, and uh, cheers. Hello, and welcome to the end of the podcast. You made it this far, so why not go and follow us on social media? At The Weekly Recap on Instagram. At the Weekly Recap One on Twitter, or email us at the Weekly Recap One at gmail.com. Hey.